Thank you all for listening to the second episode of the Magenta Maven, where I had the pleasure of interviewing the funny and hilarious Cinnamon LaRoche. I hope you enjoy. So I am joined today with the awesome, funny, and hilarious Cinnamon LaRoche. How are you doing today? Hey, doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. Um, So I just have a few questions for you. All right. Sounds good. So we will start out with, tell me about your childhood. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, born and raised. I'm 27 now. I have two sisters, two older sisters, and they're both married with kids, and I'm single, no kids, living the best life. I've seen their kids, my nieces and nephews. They're a handful, so luckily I don't need or I don't have any kids at the moment. Um, as a child, it was pretty much a normal childhood. I was blessed with great parents, a uh, loving family. And we went on trips, and it it was normal. It was normal for me. What school in Jacksonville did you go to? Um, I went to Douglas Anderson School of the Arts. I played piano. I went there for all four years of high school. Kind of didn't like the arts area I was in, but I had to have an arts area in order to be there. So I guess it was piano. Do you still play the piano? Not really. I've forgotten. I mean, it's been like nine years since I played. I know that you sing a lot, and you you always sing very, very well every time that I hear you sing. Thank you. So, like, what kind of person were you in school? I mean, were you, were you funny? I, I was the class clown. I was also quiet. I was so quiet that people, they would kind of not think of me as oh, he's got something to say, or he's got, he's funny, he's actually all there instead of being this quiet little kid. So every once in a while, when things would happen in the class, I would make funny comments, and people would hear them, and they would be like, oh my goodness, this guy is hilarious. And one of the most common things said about me in high school was, he might be quiet, but when he talks, you better listen. So... Um, Did you have any role models when you were in school? When I was in school, I looked up to a lot of celebrities, kind of wanting to be a celebrity. Didn't have one in particular that I wanted to be like. It was just I wanted to be um, famous or well-known or something like that. I know your parents are very supportive because I've met them and they are very awesome. Your mom and your dad. When did you come out and how was it at the beginning? Um, I haven't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. Um, it's basically for me, I've told my parents, I like whoever I like when I told them that, I mean, it wasn't really anything out of the ordinary. They were like, Oh, okay. And, that was it. I was, I'm very lucky and thankful for that. Um, they're understanding and good people. So it worked out. So where do you draw your inspiration for your comedy? I like the shock value. I like shocking people, giving them something they don't expect. It's one thing to tell a joke, but it's one thing to tell a joke and have it go down a very dark road that someone didn't think it was going to and that not only makes them laugh but it kind of like they're going to remember that they're going to remember that punchline was so strong that it was undeniably intense 
We are going to do, I'm going to do like a question and answer. And I'm going to, I have a, this game that's really fun called Answer the Internet. And I have pulled out some questions that I'm going to ask you that uh, some of them are funny. Some of them uh, kind of serious. But uh, so we'll start out with the first one. So this one is, what is the one food that you could eat for the rest of your life? I would have to say chicken tenders. I love chicken tenders and dipping sauces. Got to have the dipping sauces as well. What was your favorite dipping sauce? It depends on the restaurant. If I get it from like a sit down restaurant, barbecue and ranch. If I go to like a fast food restaurant, it's usually honey mustard or um, depending on the restaurant, um, the fast food restaurant barbecue because some barbecue is spicier than others and it just ruin a whole chicken tender <laughs> that's true so if you won 300 million dollars what are the first three things that you would buy i would probably buy a house an rv and probably like a strip club oh yeah that would be good yeah <laughs> So, here's one that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> If there was a snail following you for the rest of your life, and if you touched it, you you would die, how long could you survive? I know it's a weird question, but that's that's literally like <laughs> the snail's got a knife and it's coming after you. I think I would be okay. I think I would just keep it as a pet. <laughs> And then one night I might get drunk and then touch it. <laughs> and and then, be it. <laughs> yeah. At least it wouldn't be the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. But knowing me, I would also get the snail drunk and then we'll just touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather spend the rest of your life in a country music video or a rap video? Definitely a rap video. <laughs> um, country... Well, it depends on which country, like if it was like a country song that was like in the backwoods and people are hunting and fishing, that's fine. But if it was like a sad country song where people are crying and stuff like that, I wouldn't want to. But rap basically, because it seems like it's always a party and what's better than a party? That's true. How did you get your start at Cinnamon? Well, it started eight years ago at a haunted house here in Jacksonville, Florida called Night Terrors. And they built a strip club in the Night Terrors haunted house. So they needed a drag queen zombie stripper. And everybody thought it would be good for me to play that role. That's when Cinnamon was born, and it was such a hit. I would, they, it was like an actual strip club in the haunted house. So they had two poles, a couch, um, Motley Crue, girls, girls, girls was playing, <laughs> and I was just swinging around that pole, looking like the ugliest thing ever. People would throw money at me. Um, people would hit on me. And I kind of liked it. And I was like, wow, I think I can do this outside of a haunted house. Come to find out, um, Hamburger Mary's right down the street from me was opening. And it happened to be a drag place. And so I came in with my family. 
and um, I fell in love with it. I was a patron for a year and a half or two years. Um, and ever since then, I've just been going back. And then seven years ago, actually, on Friday, would be my seven-year anniversary of working at Hand of the Marys. Oh, well. So that's basically how it started. Yeah, I know you um, host a show at Hamburger Mary's. You were doing the talent show on Sundays, but then they changed it to singing. Sing Sunday. Sing Sunday. Sing Sundays. And isn't there another day that you that they're doing something that you host? Yes. On um, Tuesday nights, we have our twerking Tuesdays. It's $10 all you can drink. Uh, there's a twerking contest. And then on Wednesdays, we have Dirty Bingo. Sometimes I host it. Sometimes Carissa Wade hosts it. And you can win adult toys there. It's really fun. So I was going to ask you about your first time on stage. But since the Haunted House was it was really your first time on, the, on a stage. So Hamburger Mary's opens up and you're working there. You're coming on stage. Like, how did you feel? Like, what song was you dancing to? The first song I ever performed to was um, on a Tuesday night at Hamburger Mary's. It was Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. I came in with a American flag dress and big um, Diana Ross hair. And everybody loved it. The girls loved it. They were like, oh my God, I had no idea that this little boy who comes and sees us all the time um, can actually pull off drag. So I ended up winning that night. And then I came back for the finale and I did um, Last Friday Night by Katy Perry, and I ended up winning a spot. So, like, so uh, do you belong to, I know some of the queens belong to what they, they, I said house yesterday, but Faith corrected me. It's house. I think that's what it is. Do you belong to a... Um, I'm in the Sandra Todd family. Okay. And I'm also... It's kind of, it. they kind of share me. Um, I'm in the Todd family, um, Carissa Wade, and Brittany sometime claim me as theirs. So they all kind of just, uh, they're just pulling you every way. Because you are really, really good. So that's, I mean, I can see why they would be like, oh, you're going to be over here with us. and you're, And they're comedy queens too. So, I mean, they got like all that going on. Um, on there so what is your i know my favorite song for you to perform and i'll tell after i find out what your favorite song is to perform right now i think my favorite song to perform is lizzo truth hurts yes that is a truth hurts by lizzo i like performing that one because the crowd knows it and they love singing along to it um yeah, I think that's my favorite one right now. Mine that I like watching you perform is Bitch Better Have My Money, <laughs> Rihanna. I think a lot of people love that one. Yeah. Um, I went back when it first started, when I first did that, everyone was like, oh, my goodness, that is so amazing. And I used to actually do it with a real, uh, not a real gun, but a like a fake toy gun. Uh-huh. And ever since the mass shootings and stuff, started i have uh went back and taken that out and now i use a knife yes uh and a uh 
<laughs> with a food dish. Yeah. Um, it's a like a pie pan, but I use it as a collection plate. <laughs> it is a really good show. Everybody needs to uh, come to Mary's and see you perform because they will have like one of the best times there once they uh, see you perform because uh, I know I enjoy it. Everybody that I speak to enjoys it. Everybody loves you. They're always coming up to you because they because you're a very awesome person. I have one um, last question. Um, I'm sure in your life that you've experienced that you've experienced highs and lows. What lesson or what lessons do you wish that you have known earlier in life? Um, I think earlier in life, I wish I would have known to just let my guard down. Um, I thought people were out to get me. I was shy and I was living a sheltered kind of life growing up, but it was sheltered because I kept it sheltered. I think that going back and telling myself, hey, it's all right, be you, nothing's gonna happen, you're gonna be fine. I think that's, that would have made me at least feel better throughout the year. Oh, and also, um, probably should have told myself not to drink oh. or eat fat food. <laughs> so once it once everything gets opened back up after this coronavirus, then it's going to be on. And it probably isn't going yeah. to be very much if you haven't been drinking. It'll take one <laughs> early, and then you're going to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kathy, that she'll have to slow down on the uh, <laughs> on the vodka. Yeah, I'm gonna get Timmy to DJ, so that way um, I can just get drunk the first night back, so yeah. I can prepare myself. That way, you won't be sitting up on the stool and then just falling off, and everybody be like, yeah. <laughs> "What happened to Cinnamon?" <laughs> That's not my music. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was last week's. (laughs) Well, thank you for allowing me to uh, do this interview with you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Magenta Maven. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Magenta Maven, M-A-V-A-N. Be on the lookout for more great interviews. You can leave us a message and subscribe at anchor.fm forward slash the Magenta Maven.